The Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. And we're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store and their big Cyber Monday sale. 20% off everything in the store for one day only. This Monday, using the code CYBER, S-Y-B-E-R, at store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. And welcome into the Fantasy Football Podcast, presented by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. A couple of clicks there. Now we're on the screen. We're good to go. I'm your host, Justin Bruni. Joining me as usual uh, is Mr. Andrew Robb, the TD King. How are we, sir? Pretty good. Uh, you know, good week for for fantasy, even though I lost a matchup on that long-ass Josh Jacobs overtime touchdown run. Uh, you yeah. know, so, so I was a little tilted on that. But, uh, you know, good overall day. Uh, good, good betting day, actually. Uh, you know, a lot of the teasers hit today. So I was, uh, you know, very happy about that. Nice, nice. Yeah, I had a lot of picks go my way as well. Um a little disappointed in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but we'll get into that. Um, and feeling pretty good about tonight so far. I've got the Eagles and an anytime touchdown for Sanders and Lazard. So far, Eagles are looking good, and Sanders has the tutty already. So feeling good about uh, hitting the home run on that one. Uh, anything uh, anything exciting this Sunday? Any uh, big plays? other than You did have the Mark Andrews versus Travis Kelsey victory. I you know was on the Mark Andrews uh, train this, uh, this Sunday, expecting big things that never came. That never came. Uh, you want to tell them what you won there? Yeah, so we did a charity bet, and uh, Justin is graciously going to be sending Toys for Tot the uh, amount that we had agreed upon. So Toys for Tots, uh, hopefully you can buy a few toys and uh, help some underprivileged kids. Yeah, Emerson, if you're somehow in the chat, you know you can also drop where <laughs> you would like your $10 sent to. And we are discussing privately. We, I think we'll make that a weekly thing. You know, What player can score more fantasy points than Travis Kelsey? <laughs> it may not be as easy as you think. Uh, yeah, thought Mark Andrews up against the Jags would have been a, a nice matchup this week. It wasn't very good. Also, fumbles don't help. They don't no. help. Um, but let's get into it. we got a lot of games to cover here. Right now we've got uh, Green Bay in the red zone charging on the Eagles. They are down 13-7. to We'll definitely uh, sprinkle in some action from there along the way. Uh, where do you want to start? you want to start with uh, Tampa Bay and Cleveland or where we finished with New Orleans and San Francisco? We just had a Randall Cobb touchdown, by the way. So uh... Oh, yeah, Packers are probably going to go up 14-13 here. Pretty Music sure to my that. ears. Yeah. Mm. Um, man, let's start with uh, you know what? L- let's start with the early slate. All right, so we'll start with uh Tampa and Cleveland. A little wow. disappointing uh performance here out of uh Tampa Bay. Thought they would have taken home a win. I mean, it's Jacoby Brissett after all. It's the last week that the Browns can start Jacoby Brissett. You thought that the Buccaneers would, you know, do something with that. Tom didn't look terrible, still had two passing touchdowns, but the efficiency, he, he's just missing his guys, i.e. Uh, Mike Evans, right? Only two catches on nine targets this Sunday. Not something I'm o- going to overreact to. He's not hes not someone that I'm leaving up as a candidate to come out of my lineups. I just feel like it was a big Chris Godwin day. A little bit more disappointed in Rashad White, was expecting better things from him. But given it was like his first week, you know, with the backfield to himself, 14 for 64, now thinking about it doesn't seem so bad. 
Amari uh, Cooper, David Njoku, pretty relevant despite no Deshaun Watson yet, and I'm expecting their relevancy to continue to grow uh, with Deshaun Watson coming back. Nick Chubb had a good second half, not so good in the first, uh, finished with 26 for 116 and a touchdown. My big question for you, Andrew, is you know how big are the ceilings for guys like Cooper and Njoku and even Nick Chubb with Watson back? And with him back, does that also make some of these other weapons just as reliable? DPJ, we saw Anthony Schwartz score a touchdown this week. Kareem Hunt, eh, production right now. What are we thinking about uh, the Watson return? Man, it it's really interesting because in the preseason, we saw him a little bit, and they were not good with him behind center uh, in the preseason. Now, you know, take that for what it's you know worth because it is preseason. But I think it's going to take a week or two for them to really – really get going with each other, to be honest. And I'm not even sure that it's fully going to get there. Njoku is probably the safest one, um, you know, mm-hmm. just due to the tight end landscape. You know, obviously Njoku's a big red zone threat. So I feel like you could feel pretty safe with him in your lineup, you know, barring any setbacks with that injury. Cooper, I, I don't want to trust him, but I feel like you kind of have to. I mean, he has shown that he has big play potential. Obviously, mm-hmm. Watson's going to want to show that, you know, he has what the Browns wanted him to have when they paid all that money to go get him. So I feel like you have to start Cooper. Um, obviously, Chubb's fine. And I, I actually think Hunt's going to take a take a hit here because if you remember, Deshaun Watson did not throw the ball to the running back when he was in Houston. So I don't think there's going to be many passes going to the running backs. I think that that will, you know, in fact, go to the tight ends and the wide receivers. So DPJ, I, I don't really want to trust him either. So really, it's just Cooper and Joku and Chubb. Mm-hmm. I feel like we have to trust Cooper right now. Back-to-back games with 12 targets, and he has 32 targets in his last four games. There was the game against Miami where he went 3-for-3 three for, three for 32. That's kind of the outlier. Then you go back to Week 7, he went 3-for-4, but had 74 receiving yards, so he was able to you know have a decent day. Um, but he has, was that, one, two, three, four, five, six games with double-digit targets. Um, I don't know if you can hear me. Your your mic's all like jacked up. Can you hear me now? Oh, yep, it's much better there. You 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 cut at uh, cut in and out pretty hard there. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I was just saying based on his uh, target share, he has like what six games over ten targets at least. So I feel like he should be safe with Deshaun Watson coming back. Uh, D- David and Joku, given the tight end <laughs> landscape. I feel uh, similarly. Uh, Any other takeaways here from Tampa? I mean, well, um, you know, uh, just a few things. One, I still think Tom Brady is a viable starter. Um, You know, they they want to throw the ball. Um, Rashad Mm -hmm. White actually had a, I thought he had a pretty good day, you know, 4.6 yards per carry. He had nine receptions for 45 yards. Like that is fantastic for PPR. I know he didn't get the touchdown, um, you know, but, but that's fine. I mean, honestly, w- with what he did on the day, um, you know, I think that's completely fine. And we were asked this morning on the lounge, Chris Godwin or T Higgins rest a year. And I took Godwin and I, I, I feel good about that. I mean, he's been getting double digit targets, um, you know, almost on a weekly basis. And today he turned 12 receptions for 110 yards and a touchdown. Like Godwin is becoming, it seems like a, the favorite target for Brady. So mm-hmm. I, you know, again, I don't want to overreact on the Mike Evans thing, even though I think I did see him on the side of a milk carton on Twitter. Um, you know, so, <laughs> so he still had nine targets, like he's not yeah. someone that I'm going to overreact to the Rashad white production at the receptions. I forgot to note on, and it's again, it's more of like an outlier production. I was more focused on his uh, his run game production because that's where 
they really need somebody to just kind of turn it around. And we saw something similar to what we've already seen in you know weeks past. 14 for 65, not so great, but the nine catches are absolutely solid. How much should we you know expect him to go over five or six going forward, though? I, I don't know if, how much I would trust that. Jalen Hurts to the house? Um, just pushed the, out. The, the only thing I'll say on White is as long as Lenny's out, he's he's – all but automatic in my in my lineups, whether it's a yeah. flex or a running back, um, you know, spot. So, yeah, a thousand percent. And honestly, even when Fournette comes back, I feel like he's going to have a role. They were already starting to, you know, feed him more touches, get him more included in the offense. Uh, so I think Rashad White's going to be someone that we should, you know, with Leonard Fournette back, he's more of that fringe flex play. I think when he's in, you know, he's going to be just fine. He's going to be very reliable for you. If they're both healthy, I think it's similar to, you know, your commanders with uh, a Gibson and a Brian Robinson. Yep. Okay. Uh, this next game we have up is the Bengals and the Tennessee Titans. Pretty solid game. Uh, as Joe Burrow would say, this is a great team win. Great teams win games like this. Uh, Burrow in the passing offense, pretty solid, 22 for 37, 270 passing yards, just the one touchdown, nothing from Tannehill. Samaj P. Ryan was surprisingly reliable today, 17 carries, 50, 58 uh, rushing yards, not very efficient, but he did have the touchdown. Loved what we saw out of T. Higgins, would have loved to see more out of Tyler Boyd. Oh, I know. Uh, with Chase coming back, I have to feel like, you know, we may trust Boyd a little bit less. Um, we're you know going to be firing up Higgins in all formats. Hayden Hurst still super reliable, six for fifty-seven. Uh, Derrick Henry had an interesting situation this week on oh that. Oh my god, on that huge play. I have I had both Derrick Henry and Traylon Burks on the same fantasy roster, so that was cool to, to see happen. Um, hey, buddy, here's one for you. Um, and Burks had a decent day, four for seventy. If you spend any waiver fob on him on some you know more shallow leagues like. You know, basic, you know, redraft 12 team leagues. Um, he definitely brought home some production for you this week. Obviously, the random touchdown, a la Derrick Henry. And Derrick Henry, three for 79 in the air, th- uh, 38 rushing yards. This is a down week for him. So, you know, given given that fact, I feel like, you know, if you escaped a win with him, pretty, pretty solid. Uh, I don't really know of any other, like, Titans receivers that I'm willing to, like, throw into my lineups here. No. You know, it's like Derrick Henry, maybe Ryan Tannehill, given the circumstance. Uh, like, do you trust Austin Hooper? No, no, I do not. Absolutely not. Um, yeah, I mean, from from the Titans, it's it's Henry and Burks for me. I don't even want to trust Tannehill. I mean, he's mm-hmm. just not throwing touchdowns. I mean, he threw two to Hooper last week, but right. I feel like that was the oddity. Uh, one, so. one to one to Hooper. Uh, Derrick Henry threw one to Hooper. Oh, that's week. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Good lord. Yeah, so I don't want to trust awesome. anybody outside of, of Henry and it Burks. I wouldn't say it's a trust, but you might be in a scenario where you lost Cooper Cup or Allen Robinson mm-hmm. or you know all these injuries or you know Darnell Mooney went down today. So, um, and you never know when your player is going to fall on a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can you can probably count that every week, you know. So, <laughs> um, on the Bengals side, though, you know, we got asked a lot this morning about the Piran. You know, what to do with Piran, and yeah. he was he was fine. You know, he wasn't mm-hmm. fantastic, but he was he was all he, right. He was good in the first half. He had, I believe, sixty two sixty total yards in the first half, and then about thirty some odd in the second. So had a good start, but we did. I mean, I definitely saw the things that I was looking for out of it because obviously I was critiquing him. I was telling people to stay off of him. I was seeing some of that, but I also saw the opposite of what like you and Emerson and even Dave had mentioned about just being included in the passing game. And to me, that's still what made his day. I was assuming that they may go to Williams or Evans, you know, in the passing game still, even with him there, you know, so that really made his um, made his day. So you got to love the four catches for 35. 
Yeah, he was fine. Obviously, when Mixon comes back, you don't want to have him in your lineup. Um, even mm-hmm. though I do think that they are not going to probably give Mixon a full workload when he comes back, I just wouldn't trust putting P. Ryan in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny with Boyd; like he has been significantly less um, effective and used since Chase went out. When right. Chase, he was like a top fifteen wide receiver in total fantasy points when Chase was in the lineup. It makes zero sense. But, I mean, just keep tabs on that. When Chase comes back, it'll open up more of the field for Boyd, and uh, Boyd, Boyd might actually be better when Chase comes back. And, and that sounds crazy, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, that's just the way it was. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm probably not going to slot him in my lineup that first week when Chase is back, see, see what they do. But um, he could definitely be, you know, a, a flex for you moving forward in PPR. Yeah, going into the end of the season, I mean, if you have options to pivot off of him, he's definitely a guy that I'm going to feel comfortable keeping like, on my bench. Would you bench. do Burks or Boyd? It depends on the matchup, but uh, probably Burks. Hmm. Okay. I mean, there's no one else that's really getting a concentration of targets. You've got Nick Westbrook, a kind that's, you know, roster clogger, could fling, could boom or bust any week. Austin Hooper stealing touchdowns. That's a concern somewhat. And Robert Woods isn't doing anything. Like, he's the most athletic receiver of that group, no matter what. You know, you can't get me off of that. What you can only get me on and off of is the weekly usage. So if he's got a good matchup, definitely going to lean his way. If Tyler Boyd and the Bengals, you know, whatever, I I, I guess in that situation, it's like, you know, do they have a bad matchup? Like, are they going up against like, I, I, I have no idea of their schedule, but a team like the Texans, right? Like they play the pass very well, but the Bengals pass the ball very well. So you would assume, you know. Boyd would make a play here and there. Jamar Chase or Higgins would be able to play off of each other and make a play, you know, kind of being deceptive to the coverage. So it's it's kind of tough in that sense. But uh, let's let's say they were playing each other again. And, you know, if you were asking me Berkshire Boyd this week, I probably would have said Boyd coming into this game, anticipating that extra opportunity. You know, if they were playing this game again, would you still ride with Burks or would you still go with Boyd? Oh, man. Um... If they're playing this game tomorrow and you saw this game today, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, man, that's a tough one. Uh, I mean, I, uh, I guess I'd go Burks just, you know, obviously he can probably have more opportunities than Boyd, but uh, yeah, that's, we've seen it's, him it's make really big close. plays downfield. Like we've seen it. It's just that the Titans offense is not a past friendly offense, right? Like that's just what their, their playbook and their scheme provides us you know on paper or, or on the field or whatever when you're looking the, looking at or running the numbers so I still feel like because he's the most athletic guy he should have the most utility and exposure to targets and catches but football ain't like that <laughs> football yeah. ain't like that so um, I, I, I would like Burks more so going forward based off of that utility but like you had mentioned boy it's been really good with Chase there there's no yeah. rhyme or reason um, last thing on this game really quick is uh, Hayden Hurst has over the last like three or four weeks had just had an uptick in targets and catches. So, um, you know, he's definitely somebody that you could uh, potentially play in your tight end, you know, position. Um, obviously the tight end again is a wasteland. So, uh, he, he's, it out. yeah, he's definitely a, a fringe wide receiver or a tight end one for me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, top 10 for sure. Uh, at this point during the season, uh, Miami dolphins at the Texans, really not too much to take away from this one. albeit. You know, the Dolphins got the job done, but they were up 27 nothing, or I'm sorry, 30 nothing at halftime, half excuse me. And Kyle Allen and the Texans really just made day on garbage time. I mean, the whole second half was garbage time. Miles Gaskin carried the ball. That's how garbage we went. That's how deep we went down the rabbit hole. Okay. And even then, 
like Damian Pierce didn't do anything five for eight. Like they're just like, nope, you're Second done. You're week not... in a row with exactly eight rushing yards. Well, I, I don't, I don't know. Dave was making a very compelling point this morning about, you know, him just being beat up and, you know, being overused and, you know, potentially being ready to get shut down for the season. Like, is he someone that you trust going forward? Cause I have to imagine, you know, a lot of rosters out there have some better options that they can flex in. I mean, trust is probably not the right word. Um, I, I still think he could be a viable starter, but it's all matchup dependent. Like obligated this was not word. the matchup. <laughs> like <laughs> if you're if you're roster obligated, like if you just have peanuts behind him, yeah, you know, you know sure you you can roll the dice, but I don't know, man. Like I'm I'm kind of getting that vibe. If they're not competing in games, then eh, icky. Let me pull up their schedule really quick just to take a peek, like what we kind of see their game flow going forward. Oh, right. Next week, they've got Cleveland, the Deshaun Watson revenge game. Oh, no. And it's at home. So that should be interesting. Uh, Dallas, week 14, potentially a week to be off of him. Week 15 up against uh, Kansas City. Potentially yeah. similar situation to this week, no? Yeah. Where Kansas City could be up. In the second half, they could park the bus. Damian Pierce may not be used. Lovey Smith may be already looking to next season and praying he has a job. Uh, the Titans, week 16. This is the playoffs now. The Titans, I didn't put out Samaj P. Ryan today. I was, oh, the Titans defense on the ground is so great. I'm not putting Damian Pierce out there. And then Jacksonville, who, you know, in their own right, you know, they, they held, I mean, they won, they beat the Ravens, but, you know, they held the run game in check other than Lamar Jackson. Yep. Yeah, no, I, yeah, it's hard to trust him. Um, obviously, you're not dropping him because he's still a good no. running back. But uh, mm. yeah, it's it's going to be hard to start him. Um, but again, like you, you might not have the option to not start him really. So, I yeah, I think that's the only scenario where you do when you're just completely roster obligated. But if you have a guy like we were talking about, like Jordan Palmer this morning, I'm starting Jordan Palmer over uh, Damian Pierce, even with Mike Williams back. Oh, you mean Josh Palmer? I'm just, who did I say? Sorry, Jordan. No, jo- I know. I was like, Golly. Jordan Palmer. Who was Jordan Palmer? I wish he played offense. <laughs> My bad. Uh, hey, at least it was the same sports. So, you know, we're, when we get like basketball and hockey going with the football, then, you know, I'll, I'll start, I'll start blending. Sydney Rogers Crosby. I mean, whoops, sorry. Oh, wrong, Jesus. wrong screen. My wrong screen. God, my guy. Don't say that name. Sydney Crosby. Oh, I'm a Flyers fan. Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. How about Patrick Kane? How does that name sound? I mean, that's fine. All right, cool. Did Sidney Crosby take a Stanley Cup away from you? That's right. No, but Sydney, right. I just hate hate Sidney Crosby. He's a little right, fair baby. enough. Fair enough. Let's get back <laughs> to it. Let's... So yeah, I All mean, right. uh, you know, on, on this game, nothing on the Texans that, that we really need to go over anymore. Um, you know, on the on the Dolphins side, kind There's... of a weird game. Like neither side really killed it, rushing or passing. You know, well, Tua was two ninety nine and one. Yeah, but they barely played in the second half. Like, they weren't even trying. You know what I mean? Like, this production that you're looking at from the Dolphins is pretty much half a game. It's it's like half a game of production. Skylar Thompson had five passing attempts at one point. You know? So, like, there's really nothing to really take away from the Dolphins here. I was surprised that Jeff Wilson didn't get used as much in that garbage time. But I think that's a good thing for Jeff Wilson owners. You know, he got the touchdown today. So he maintained week 12 relevancy and then they didn't overuse him when they didn't need to, which gives me some insight that he's going to be their guy throughout the rest of the season. Like they went out and traded for him. It seemed like he was being prioritized over Mostert 
even when they played there for or his first game against the Bears, like his first week as a Dolphin, you know, and it, so it feels like he's a very trustworthy going forward. And I feel like, yeah, it doesn't look like on paper he had some amazing day, but I do feel like, you know, the way that they did use him is kind of a telling uh, tale for what we should expect going forward. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I, I don't disagree, you know, whatsoever. It, it did suck that they took him out. I mean, you know, I had so yeah. much of them in the battle, you know, uh, the underdog battle Royales. Mm-hmm. So it sucked that they took him out, but it's better than them getting injured, I guess. But I, and I don't he's, know. And he's a great pick for something like that. Cause again, Houston is so terrible up against the run, but they were so bad period. So quickly, like, argh, like that's tough. Yeah. I don't have anything else on this game. You, you know who to start from, uh, from these teams. Yeah, and you know, don't overreact to Brandon Cooks either. Again, production and garbage time. I'm not starting Brandon Cooks. I'm not starting Nico Collins. Sure, you might be in like some 14 or 16 team leagues where those guys are going to hold more relevancy, but in majority of formats, you need to be pivoting off of those guys. You can't be expecting, you know, mediocre production, you know, when literally the other team's defense isn't trying in the second half. Yep. All right, next up, we've got the Bears and the Jets. This game was kind of fun to start, but then the Jets really took it away. The great Mike White showing up 22 for 28, one of the more efficient quarterbacks of Week 12 with 315 passing yards and three passing touchdowns. Uh, Man, disappointing day for Michael Carter, I felt. Where were all those catches that we were talking about? Oh, that's right. Garrett Wilson was taking him for touchdowns, five for 95 and two receiving touchdowns. Uh, he would be the guy that I trust the most here going forward. It seems like he has been a lot better with Joe Flacco, with Mike White, you know, everyone but Zach Wilson, essentially, <laughs> at quarterback there for the Jets. Um, so he feels like the biggest trust candidate. Michael Carter, I feel like better weeks are ahead, but like, was there something that you saw from this game where he just wasn't getting getting spelled up or you know, is this getting like similar vibes to like that Dolphins Houston matchup where yeah, hey, we got bigger weeks ahead. We're a real deal in this division now. Uh, really, the only thing I can say just from watching the game was it seemed like once the Jets realized they could throw the ball, they didn't want to stop doing it. So <laughs> I, I mean, really, that that was the only thing I could take away. I mean, they they how many people called a pass here for? Oh, everybody. Ten. Yeah, like once they realized that that they could throw the ball in the Bears, they just didn't want to stop doing it. I mean, they just yeah, that really that's the only thing I could think of. And I mean, who the hell is Zonovan Knight? Leading rusher oh, for the dude, Jets, isn't yeah, he? Like, he's a, he's a little guy. F- it just—I it, don't know. It didn't make any sense to me, but I—I I don't really it's have 5'10", any. Five ten, two oh nine. Oh my god, I, I don't really have any bead on like why they didn't use Michael Carter a little more. Did he get hurt by any chance? I—I I don't. I don't know. Let's see if I can uh, pull it up here because I did have him on some squads. Yeah. Uh, also, I could use Miles Sanders to stop, you know, scoring touchdowns. He's going uh, to yeah, cost I, me I have... a week. I have him on my own teams. Yeah, no God. good for y'all. I have him and Hertz stacked. I don't mind it either because I'm playing Hertz in a couple other leagues, so it's really not that bad. That's how stacks help out. All right, Michael Carter, where did you go, bro? Did I bench him? Oh, yeah, it looks like he did take a lickens. Hang on, he's got that old question mark. I was say, I, I thought suffers for some reason a, I heard something about that. Suffers a sprained ankle in the win over the Bears. Tally 21 yards and then two receptions before leaving with injury. Zonovan Knight and Ty Johnson. Hmm. Man, that's crazy. There's our answer. Yep. So Zonovan Knight, Ty Johnson. I would prefer the Ty Johnson side of that because he is more reliable as far as like a pass catcher. 
Uh, but it looks like Knight had three catches as well. Uh, Johnson just had one. So looks like they don't mind giving him the ball as well. Uh, Zonovan Knight, named to pencil in for the FOB and waiver wire discussion. You know, probably if you own Michael Carter um, or maybe even Damian Pierce. We just got done just dragging Damian Pierce through the dirt. Uh, the Bears are bad, and yeah, I only trust David Montgomery. Yeah. Uh, I mean, wh- what are your thoughts on Cole Komet? I don't trust anyone but David Montgomery. <laughs> okay. I mean, if Fields is there, sure. Like, yeah, but I, I don't I don't see the reason to bring Fields back in any hurry unless he is a thousand percent healthy. And it doesn't feel like that's gonna be the case next week. So oh. I'm staying off I'm staying off these yeah. uh off these bears unless he's back. Uh, I wouldn't I mean, even with Claypool today, two for fifty one, like he wasn't doing anything with Fields. He didn't really do much with Simeon. You, you're not putting in Brian Pringle. Please don't overreact to that touchdown. My goodness. Um, I mean, the Bears were never really even in this game. Montgomery feasted from just being used. Give me him. Maybe some yep. Darrington Evans. Maybe some Darrington Evans just in case the Bears ruin David Montgomery before he's a free agent. Because that was <laughs> like the typical Chicago thing to do. I mean, we just saw with Mike, or not Mike White, with uh, Michael Carter. You know what I mean? Like they just lost their two top running backs. Sucks. Probably going to happen to the Bears. It's a very Bears thing to happen. So Darrington Evans, really deep formats, handcuff opportunities. Nine for 34 today. He looked good with the ball in his hands when given the opportunity. I thought he caught a pass too. I guess not. Uh, Maybe he missed. Oh, yeah. One for 33. Yeah, one for 33. Yeah. We had one for 33 and then nine carries for, you know, 34 rushing yards. He went over the, you know, half century mark. He went over 50 total uh, all-purpose yards. So there's something there, I think, you know, especially, again, if you saw an injury to David Montgomery. Uh, that stash, you know, with a Montgomery injury could be a league winner. Next yep. up. Uh, co- oh, you got something else in that game? I, I was I was just going to ask you real quick. Any resurgent of Elijah Moore here? Any? I know you don't want to trust him, but it, I, don't. I mean, anything like, here? Like, he should be owned. He should be rostered. He should not be on your waiver wire. But I would want to see another week of it. I would need to be in a bad situation to get him in my starting lineups next week. Uh, let's see who they have on the docket. They have... Minnesota, that does feel like a comfy game. Minnesota secondary has been pretty bad. So next week, that would feel like a viable situation for me. The following week at De- uh, at Buffalo, excuse me, I'm, I'm going to pass. I'm just going to imagine that that's going to be a lower scoring game just based on the weather. And the Jets already beat Buffalo. Buffalo is going to be out to kill them. I'm going to pass on him against Buffalo. But then... Detroit week week 15, that's a great matchup. I love that one. But then the following week, Jacksonville, I don't like that matchup. And then 17 against Seattle, I like it. So weave and bob, you know, you play the matchups for sure. Not someone that's going to be locked in every week, but does have some opportunity coming up here that will be viable. So he's he should be owned. Nice. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Next up is your uh, commandos. You want to start start with this one? Take it away. Oh man, yeah! What a fantastic finish to a game. If you ever want to watch a game and just have a sweat, I I was sweating like pouring down me because I I put two big bets sick? on watching. I think, well, I think that's because you're sick, man. Uh, yeah, it's not good. I, I think it was the fever breaking a little bit. You need to get yourself checked out. <laughs> no, I just I, I put tackle two, him. Two big Sorry. bets on uh, on the Commanders, minus three and a half. I found it at three and a half. So I was sweating that out. And, uh, man, just fantastic uh, finish to the game. You know, defense really stepped up. Honestly, the defense won You know, won them this game for sure. So oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's been winning them games, though. 
Oh yeah, for sure. Like the, the, they are awesome. Uh, their defense I, to be is fair, playing. To so be good. fair though, Taylor Heineke is five and one, so I don't want to dismiss him because clearly an X factor. I mean, come on, the team just I likes mean, him. The team but likes also, him. But also to be fair, Carson Wentz had more passing touchdowns to Russell Wilson to date. I saw that stat. I was just, just saying. Just saying. It's pretty funny. Go well, on. Well, well there we go. You. you know, we'll just go ahead and let the Broncos take Carson Wentz next year. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, fantasy impact here. The biggest thing for me is I don't know who the fuck to start on a weekly basis. Brian Robinson or Antonio Gibson. Last See, week I started Robinson and it was Gibson. This week I'm like, okay, let's start Gibson. And then it's Robinson. This shit don't make no sense. Ron Rivera toys with us. We can't. You can trust both of them, but at the same time, you can't because you don't know which one to fucking start. I mean, I, I'm in yeah. two leagues where I have both of them, and I'm like, it, it's like the biggest conundrum for me. If you only have one, I think it's completely fine to start them. You know, they're they're both great flexes. It's just, man, it's it's really hard to trust either of them because you don't know which one is going to have the good day. So uh, I don't know. It's yeah, I digress. So with that, Andrew, you're not supposed to have both of them. No, I'm just kidding. You're supposed to have both of them. That's 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 how you uh, keep that position steady. It would just be great if one of them got hurt for you. And I never wish injuries on anybody, but that's just a situation where someone goes down, someone gets traded. Like the, obviously, it's a great scenario for that for that person that drafts both those players. I can't tell you which one to start going forward. I'm still going to continue with the Antonio Gibson answer because I think he is still better. I think that Brian Robinson does benefit from good matchups like the Falcons on the ground when they're going up against lighter defenses. Maybe that's the scenario where you're rolling out Brian Robinson. Let's take a look at uh, at their schedule going forward. Kind of get a caption of that really quick. They have well, I know that it's so next week Giants. Then by so the week, Giants. Giants again. I, I I would trust uh gibson over him against the giants because that's a lighter that's a tougher matchup you would agree on the ground yeah i would say yeah. oh, oh they have the giants back to back dog yeah yeah giants by week giants yep lame that's the <laughs> lamest shit ever dude like well, who's in charge of that schedule that was lame as hell the, honestly I, I don't know if i want either of them uh oh they're on the road this one and then they get to buy at home is that right. was aaron, aaron jones called a touchdown yeah, sorry. I have Aaron Jones on my fantasy team. Well, I don't need him to score go. a touchdown because I'm up by like a billion. I need Alan Lazard oh. to score it. So it's like it's like it's great to see, but it's just like God kicking the dick. <laughs> it's actually okay because this this feels like it's going to be a good game. Um, looks like the Packers are about to go up because Philly had missed a a pat. It's good good stuff. Uh, I, I like to see it. So, um, any any takeaways from the Falcons? I know we got kind of caught up with the Commandos there. I mean. Uh, I mean, you know, last thing, obviously, Terry McLaurin down day, but you're, you're not sitting Terry McLaurin. I mean, he's he's in there. He's the hyper targeted Terry McLaurin. Not with Heineke, not not with Heineke yeah. for sure. But if he if there was an injury, I would be concerned. But yeah, I feel like he's trustworthy going forward. Uh, those matchups, though, you know, the Giants have been good up against the pass. Like their their secondary has been pretty solid. Do you trust yeah. him to score a touchdown in the next two games? Last game I th that they played against the Giants, I believe he had 116 yards and a touchdown. So he's he's yeah, but I, their secondary is upgraded this season. Yeah, but I I do feel like the Giants game is going to be a little closer. I think they're going to have to throw the ball more than they did today. Mm -hmm. So I do think Terry McLaurin is going to get more opportunities. Right. Um, well, I, I, wish I, they, I agree. They I think it's going to be a closer game, but I think it's going to because of be be because of uh, offensive uh, in, inefficiencies on both sides. Could be. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, the, these games are always pretty close, you know, with the Giants. But mm -hmm. I, 
I'm not sitting him personally. Um, you know, I, I don't think that the matchup really scares me away from it. And again, you know, with Heineke, he's he's Heineke's favorite target. Um, right. you know, down day to day, but I expect a much better day next week. All right, fair enough. Um, Marcus Mariota, uh, spot starter. I still feel like there are going to be matchups where you can roll him out now in single quarterback leagues. That's not you know, probably going to be the case next week. I love the matchup against Pittsburgh. Uh, quarterbacks have been making their days on, on, uh, the Steelers, new Orleans. They've been a good matchup up against the quarterback position, but they did pretty good today up against Jimmy. We'll get into that in a bit. Uh, Baltimore, Baltimore and Arizona also have been good matchups for quarterbacks. So, don't just believe that uh, he's not somebody to own. He's still a, he's been a top ten quarterback most of the season. I'm not sure if he still is after today, but I still feel like he's fringe QB one, QB two. Yeah, I mean, obviously he has that rushing floor. I mean, six for forty nine today. You know, obviously he takes off on his own. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I you know I think that that he's going to be fine moving forward. Yeah, and this was actually a down week for him. You know, if if you look at his numbers. So oh damn it, I just had him like right in front of my face. Uh, this week, 11.25, and this is, a you know, not as friendly a scoring to, to rushing. So it's like 15 yards. Uh, so this week, 11 previous week, 16.2, 17.0, 4.1, and then a 22.9. And that goes all the way back to week eight. So there are definitely some highs and lows. I like some of his matchups coming up specifically Pittsburgh, specifically, uh, new Orleans and specifically, uh, Arizona in our fantasy football championship weeks. Look out for it. <laughs> um, you know, I think Cordero Patterson's going to have better better weeks coming up. I think, you know, like he had a 50-50 split with Algier. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. think that that's going to be the case moving forward. I do think they're going to use Patterson. Yeah, I mean, remember, he just came back from injury, what, two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think that they're just ramping him up a little bit. So I think his Listen, usage is going to, you know, have an uptick. He still had three catches, too. So he, he yep. still outpaced them. You know, he had Algier had no catches, no receptions whatsoever. So that'll be interesting to follow. Yep. Uh, um, I don't want to trust anybody else on this team, to be honest. I hear that. I hear that. We are we have a, another couple of non-trustworthy teams coming up right after this quick message from our sponsors. Uh, ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. Looking to get involved in a same-game parlay? WinBet is your home with their WinBet Build Your Own Bet, letting you customize the bet you want to make. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer. Bet 100, win 100. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms, and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Tomorrow, Cyber Monday sale. 20% off everything in the merch store using the promo code CYBER. That is C-Y-B-E-R at store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. One day only. That is tomorrow. Um, if anybody's looking for any recommendations, because I obviously, you know, have a shit ton of merch from the store. Uh, you know, I, I recommend all the apparel. There's a, t- a ton of stuff to, you know, to allow you to show off your degeneracy, you know, to all your family and friends. I, 
I love it because my mom was like, the hell is a sports gambling podcast? So, you know, I got into it with her. So, you know, I recommend all the apparel uh, they have for every single, you know, brand that we offer, whether it's fantasy football or the diehard Eagles podcast, regular sports gambling podcast. You know, they have a bunch of different mugs as well. Um, you know, I use mine almost a daily to drink my coffee. So there's a ton of stuff in there. And, you know, they just brought out new uh, Christmas sweaters as well. So, I mean, while you're going to the ugly Christmas parties, yeah, for sure. While you're going to the ugly, uh, the ugly Christmas parties, or, you know, obviously if you just have a dress down day at work and you want to wear them, you know, they're, they're pretty cool. I don't recommend doing the red nose, uh, Rudolph, the red nose beers. You know, I, I don't know if I do that one per se. That's a Rudolph with a little, a little, uh, cocaine right there on the, on the nose. That's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, no I, lies. And, no and lies course, told. Uh, and of course, Justin, you know, I, I'm, I've been waiting all these weeks to finally see you with the headband, the SGP Ed headband. Gotta get it, man. I know you're right. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll put it, I'll put it in tomorrow. We'll get, we'll use the 20% off cyber Monday. I've been there meaning to, it's just like, every time I go, like, I want something that's more expensive. Oh, <laughs> like, of course. Yeah. Got, like, oh yeah. All the pullovers, all the sweaters. I'm like, damn. And then I look at the price. I'm like, fuck. God, why wasn't it cheaper? Well, look at that Cyber Monday sale. 20% I know, off. I know. Go get it. And then I'm always like, man, I'm just about to get paid. I don't want to. I don't want to be spending <laughs> my money. I'm, I'm, I've been, I've been cheap. I've been cheap lately, especially this season. I've uh, been uh, spending more on the gambling. So gambling <laughs> yeah, makes well, me money. Clothes, you know. I'm just wearing a t-shirt right now. So <laughs> pretty sure I got this at the Walmart. Uh, we got uh, Carter in the chat. Thoughts on Elijah Moore? Uh, he's a good pickup with Mike, Mike White at QB. Yeah, we were. We were talking about him a little while ago. He's a must-own for sure. It's just not someone, uh, and I think Andrew will agree with me, that we're not willing to start every week. But his matchups, he has some good ones coming up. Like like three yep. out of his next five or six look pretty good, specifically the fantasy playoffs. So someone that definitely needs to be owned. Uh, we were talking about how Michael Carter had an injury. It could just be more touches to go around, but we also saw how the ball was spread around quite a bit. Like you, uh, Andrew had mentioned, uh, 10 receivers uh, touch the ball. So yep. yeah. tread lightly. <laughs> All right. Next up, uh, Sam Darnold comes back to the NFL to show that he's a better quarterback than Russ Wilson. Uh, wow. Quite the barn burner here. Uh, kept to the under, under, uh, under 33 and a half points. So that was cool. I don't really have yeah. much to take away from this game. Uh, thanks. Sam Darnold for the DJ Moore production. I tried to tell you guys it would happen. I, I just didn't believe it. Hey, I didn't believe, I didn't believe it either, and it was coming out of my mouth. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to believe it moving forward because I mean he went four for one hundred three. I mean that could have easily been four for thirty. I, it's, yeah, I don't know if I trust it moving forward. Obviously, I'd rather start DJ Moore than Elijah Moore, but I mean, you know, that doesn't say too much. Do we though? Let's let's check let's check out the matchups here because we saw some favorable matchups for uh, for Elijah. And uh, let's see. Well, first off, DJ Moore has a bye coming up next week, so you have to survive that. When he comes back, Seattle check, Pittsburgh check, Detroit check, Tampa check. Yeah, starting starting DJ Moore the rest of the season. Uh, yeah, it seems like it. I mean, uh, you know, if him and Sam Darwin are going to do this on a weekly basis, that will uh, help tremendously. I don't think it's going to be on a weekly basis, but yeah. I'm not dropping uh, Slayton right now. He's he's looked too good. Which His, more? I'm assuming Elijah because he had asked the this question. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm 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 still keeping Slayton. If Agreed. you have some other options to share with, I mean, it's just his A dot. Like he's that deep ball threat for the Giants. Their offense has taken progressions from years past. You shouldn't completely distrust them 
you know, because Dan Jones is their quarterback or that they run a lot, they're still going to get their guys touches. And Wandell Robinson, I believe, had an injury last week, too. I'm not sure where he's at, you know, going yeah, I think forward. He's out, out. Oh, he's out, out. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, we saw Richie James score a touchdown. I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, you should be going to pick him up, but you're going to see Slayton have a continued role here. Definitely not a drop candidate for me. Nope. Agreed. I'd rather have Slayton than anyone on the Broncos. Oh, my God. Even Cortland Sutton. Even Cortland Sutton. Oh, I, get dude, out of I've, here. No. I have been off of the Broncos all season. I wasn't buying into Russ coming in. If there was someone that I wanted, uh, it was Jerry Judy because his ADP was friendlier. Javante Williams was the guy, and that was it. Like, Such disrespect it. for Cortland Sutton. So, so let me ask you. You think today Russell Wilson had an awful day, right? Terrible day. No, this is one of his better games, and he did not very He's good. He threw for 142 yards, and Sutton had more than half of that. Right. It's st- yeah, I that's, mean, he's- that's fantastic. Sutton's workload is is steady. It's it's steady. It's not going to go down. He's going to have to pass it to Sutton. Let me look at the schedule here. So Baltimore, mid-tier, he should have a decent game. Kansas City, good matchup. Arizona, good matchup. Uh, these matchups are actually pretty decent. I might, I might have to bite my tongue here because he's got the Rams – and KC. He's got KC twice. He's got Arizona. I'd highlighted Arizona as a top team to target for wide receiver streams. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Baltimore, and that's about it that you would really be concerned about. I, I mean, I, I fully agree. Russ sucks. I, I don't want to trust anything on this Broncos team, but Sutton Ugh. just feels like the most dependable guy that you could continue to ride in your wide receiver, you know, I, I mean, he's more of a wide receiver three than a two for me. You know, he, he's kind of on sure. that that borderline, right? Like, I think he can get to be a wide receiver two on a weekly basis, but I'm usually putting him as a wide receiver three, a wide receiver three in my ranking. So, just don't you know. come to me when Lat Murray and Kendall Hinton, you know, steal oh, his touchdowns goodness. because how many touchdowns are there going to be to go around in this offense? You know, yeah, I'm definitely not pencil and Sutton in for a touchdown on any sort of week whatsoever. But right. I think this is a good baseline for him right like about five or six receptions and then you know that can range from 30 to 90 probably you know somewhere in there so i mean you're gonna take your licks with him probably but he's the only guy that that they really 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 you know can trust i mean he is Mm -hmm. clearly the best wide receiver on this team so so would you start um darius slayton versus the who are they who did we just say their opponent was the commandos yeah commanders yeah darius slayton versus the commandos or Cortland sutton versus baltimore next week sutton Easily. I think we may have just found our next charity prop bet. (laughs) We will revisit this next week. (laughs) Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, for the Broncos, Sutton would be the only guy. I just know that you and I play in a lot of deeper leagues. I feel like there's a lot of listeners out there and a lot of viewers that have Sutton in leagues where they have better options. Like We've seen the questions in the chat, right, where we get these teams asking questions with loaded rosters. And in those circumstances, I feel like there are going to be a lot of owners that have better options than Cortland Sutton because like, he won't have that booming ability that week, you know? Yep. I, I have a league where I am – I have to weekly uh, figure out who I want to start between Sutton and Gabe Davis. So for you, who is that? Gabe Davis. Yeah, Higher ceiling. Just, yeah, it, correct. Higher ceiling, but the floor is much lower because, I mean, Gabe Davis could go three targets, zero catches. I mean, it's just a weird thing. I, you know, I still feel that – that that narrative is still very relevant for Cortland Sutton. While he hasn't done that in three games, he's still, to me, because he is on that offense and because he is playing with Russell Wilson, he has that dud ability because the Broncos' offense in general just has dud ability. 
if that's a word on it's now getting thrown on t-shirts. Uh, <laughs> I started Singletary this oh, week Jesus. over Sanders. Sanders has 20 right now. Oh. Start Sanders the rest of the year. Well, you know, I think it's all matchup dependent to, to be fully honest. Exactly. Yep. So let's pull up the matchups because we only have so many left. It's really not that difficult to do this. So next week up against Tennessee, that doesn't feel as safe because the Titans are a good uh, defense up against the run. Singletary next week has. Oh, yeah. Who do the Bills team. play? Uh Oh, Thursday night, the Patriots. So that's a tough one between Ooh. the two. I would probably lean Devin Singletary there because I trust the secondary more so for uh, the Patriots to maybe you know slow down the passing game more so than the Titans. The Titans' passing game, no matter what, they're going to be letting you know not just Sanders, but like Gainwell and Boston Scott get catches, Devonta Smith, like they're going to be in the red zone a lot. So I would probably go with Miles Sanders there still. Yeah, I man. That's a very tough one. I'll probably have them extremely close to my rankings, but mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, I, I I guess I'd take Sanders. It's just the better offense. I don't feel good in, about in, it, my, in my opinion. Like right now, from what we've seen from the Bills, like they've been a little bit more stagnant. I trust them to score points, but they'll also divvy the ball up. You know, I don't think Allen scored yeah. a rushing I mean, touchdown both, in a little while. Both quarterbacks run the ball as well, so I mean, you're mm-hmm. you're kind of in the same scenario with both of them. I I guess. More opportunities for Sanders, probably. So mm-hmm. that's probably why I lean Sanders, but I don't feel good about it. It's going to be close. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, we've got Baltimore and Jacksonville. Baltimore, super disappointing, man. I mean, you and I were going back and forth of this, like texting today, just like, why aren't they better in the red zone? This is a team that scores like 54, 55% of the time when they get down to the red zone. They go on the road to Jacksonville, and it's like, they're playing this game in Antarctica. Like I don't get it. Uh, Lamar, he did what he does on the ground, fourteen for eighty-nine. But I felt like it was almost at at the cost of losing the game at, at, at a certain point because they were just like, "Hey, go ahead, run. You ain't gonna beat us on it." You know, he didn't. It's not like he found Paydard. He didn't score a touchdown on the ground. Definitely helped out his fantasy prospects. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, we had talked about him earlier today, being an option between him and Derek Carr. Wound up coming down to the turnovers. Trevor Lawrence was the better option, and I believe most of us uh, leaned that way. Yep. Yep, yep. Um, Any update on the ETN injury? Should we be actually worried that? Nope, he's good to go. He's fine. Yeah, yeah. It it came up saying uh, that – so he was actually on the sidelines like almost the entire second half then. Uh, They said he he could come back in, but they didn't feel necessary to do so, and he actually tweeted out or said Mm -hmm. to one of the reporters that, that he's good to go next week. So he's fine. Right. Uh, Carter, I, I think me and Andrew share the sentiment that we want to see a game of Deshaun Watson before getting him into our lineups. Like, if you're in a super flex, I think it's fine to start him at the super flex position. Um, right. But I mean, yeah, regular redraft, you know, 12 team leagues, I would not want to start him uh, week one coming back. My, my assumption, though, is if you are a successful team right now and you are in super flex formats, you've had other guys to get you to this point. I'm still trusting those other guys still, probably, because I don't what if love that guy's Heineke. I, yeah, I'm going with Heineke. Yeah, okay. I mean the, against the Giants. So here's 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 the thing with that. When you're looking at the Giants' defense, I mentioned earlier, like they've been good up against the pass, right? Like their defense has been. Yeah, actually, no, against the, the the ground game too. Like in totality, their defense has been pretty good. Houston has been good at stopping the pass, right? I don't want to roll out Deshaun Watson in that specific matchup because if he does struggle, I could see them winning the game and him still coming out with like a passing touchdown, a rushing touchdown. 
and two interceptions. You know what I mean? So so let's play a game here real quick. I'm going to ask you a quarterback. You let me know when Watson's the guy that you're going to go over this quarterback. Fire. Uh, Mike White. Mike White. Okay. Trevor Simeon. Deshaun Watson. I don't know okay. the matchup for the Bears, but probably Deshaun Watson. Uh, the Bears have the Packers. Yes, Deshaun Watson. Okay. Um, Kyle Allen. Deshaun Watson. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Okay. Marcus Mariota, I'm assuming. Marcus Mariner. Okay, and I'm assuming you you are not playing. Uh, oh my God, what's the what's the Rams quarterback pick? Uh, Bryce Perkins. Yeah, Perkins. Yeah. I'm no, assuming. I'll Boston. take Deshaun. I'll take okay. Deshaun. So so really, uh, okay. You know what? Last one for, for the Saints. Whoever they're rolling out, whether it's Taysom Hill or Dalton or. That's tough. That's tough. Who? No, I got to know who they're playing. I got to know uh, who the Saints are playing. The Saints are playing. That's tough. The Bucks. They've got a Lave though. That's a division game. Shit. I guess I'll take Dalton. Fuck it. Okay, so really, there's only. I like- I, I like his weapons a lot. Like even Kamara, who pissed me off today. Like, like I still like his weapons a lot. So. Okay, so really, there's only maybe three or four quarterbacks, like realistically, that we could start in a uh, super flex league that you would start Watson over. Right. Yeah. And like I said, it's a wait and see for that Matt first Ryan. week. Probably Matt Ryan. Okay. Probably Matt. Matt. I mean, the, like like Jeff Saturday in that offense, they're they're looking good right now. I, yeah. You can't the Colts be. You have can't the be cowgirls. Not a great matchup. Yeah, it's not good on paper. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's not a good matchup for quarterbacks in general. Tua today, they won. They were up 30 at halftime, man. He only had one one total touchdown. Like, it's it's not an ideal matchup for quarterbacks. I want to wait and see one week. There's also all the emotions involved about the return of Watson. There's going to be some pressure on him, who has only been playing preseason football for the last two seasons. You also have there's going to be pressure from Houston to perform in this game, like. I don't know how it will be back channeled from the owner's box to the locker room, but the message is going to get there. Like, let's be real. Like they are going to try and shut him down. So expect a few special things and some exotic packages. We'll say from that defensive line, like Deshaun Watson is known as a quarterback who likes to take sacks or not. Doesn't like to, but he just does. He, you know, he extends himself to take sacks. I should say. Yep. No one likes to take a sack. Uh, let's see. He says, uh, I'm low on QBs, had Brissett play this week, so I'm looking for a top tier, hoping Watson to be that guy. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're a Brissett owner, like, that's it. Like, he, t- time's up. Yep. So you're starting Watson if that's the case. But if you have yeah. other quarterbacks to pivot off of, uh, most of the guys in the league, I'm, I'm starting over him other than, you know, a few that Andrew had brought up. Yep. Uh, let's see here. J- uh, not Jacksonville. We just finished that one. The Chargers go. Chargers go. Came back and beat down the Arizona Cardinals, twenty-five twenty-four. Justin Herbert is that dude. Uh, even had even led the team in rushing yards, four for thirty-eight. What the hell? Um, yeah, big Eckler day in the air. Eleven catches, sixty receiving yards, and a tutty. DeAndre Carter, go away. Okay, like what <laughs> the hell were you doing? Palmer, relevant. Keenan Allen, relevant. Gerald Everett, meh, so-so. A lot of these guys, you're going to be firing firing up regardless, uh, even with Mike Williams coming back, a la Keenan Allen, uh, Jordan Palmer, Josh Palmer. Probably did it again. <laughs> Josh Palmer. Um, not starting Eckler with Williams back. I'm not really buying into the Carter production. Did I, I think I just said Eckler. I meant Carter. I'm not buying into the Carter production. Not someone that I'm looking to you know target in weeks coming up here. If you saw an injury to another one of these guys like Everett or Allen, maybe we could start that conversation. But uh, I just felt like it was 
the matchup. Like again, I had mentioned earlier, this is a great stream option for uh, wide receivers, uh, the Cardinals defense being. Um, so yeah, not overreacting to that. I sure hope Eckler runs the ball better in the upcoming weeks. Yep. I mean, he's, he's such a cheat code though. Like, you know, the, the 11 receptions, it's just, you, you can almost count on him getting six or seven, at least six or seven receptions every week, you know? So mm-hmm. it's, it, you're obviously, you know, just he's lock steady in your lineup. It would be nice to see him carry the ball a little bit more and, and better, but it is what it is. Cardinals, James Connor, great game. Uh, we had talked about him a little bit. Um, we had mentioned to start like Jeff Wilson over him. Um, I think there may have been someone else, but in, in reality, he just got all, he got all the touches we were expecting, you know, Wilson would get, you know, this, this type of game because he was able to get the volume up against the matchup. Wilson, not so much. I feel like his numbers would be similar if, uh, he had gotten, you know, similar touches, but, uh, definitely a good candidate to go into your lineups going forward. No hesitation there. Yep. Marquise Brown, D hop. Kind of similar yeah, situation. Brown was fine, right? On his first game back, he actually played more than I thought he would. You know, six for 46. That's it's not terrible. But, man, D-Hop's, D-Hop's awesome, man. Some of the catches he makes, it just astronomical. Have you been watching the Cardinals uh, hard knocks in season at all? Nah. That's not worth it. Don't buy it. <laughs> I, I uh, was working through a couple of episodes. Like, I was typing some stuff up or editing the other night, wa- listening to it in the background. It ain't worth your time. A lot of focus on D Hop, though. Fair amount of focus on Kyler. Zero, zero tape on Kyler Murray playing video, video games still through two episodes. So it's, it's a bullshit show, obviously. Oh, disappointing. Yeah, it's not reality. I mean, if it was reality, like they'd, they'd have Kyler Murray, like, you know, he's got like one screen with his playbook up, kind of just like rolling through it, like video style. And then he's got the, you know, the, you know, the PlayStation or the Xbox up on the other screen, killing people, screaming at children and then to the microphone, you're adopted. That was the reality show that I was looking for. They didn't deliver. Uh, Carter back in the chat asking about Cousins over Watson next week. That is too cute. I am not sure who Minnesota and Cousins play, but that's too cute. If they were playing the uh, Patriots play the or the Jets at home, uh, well, in Minnesota. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking I'm taking Cousins there, bud. Yep. No hesitation. All right, got a couple games left here. Raiders and the Seahawks. Huge game. Oh, my God. 74 points. Yeah. And fuck Josh Jacobs, man. I just want to put that out there once. I made the money again (sighs) in my underdog. In fact, these underdogs, man, they're quite quite a bit of profit. There's only been – what do I got here? There's only literally been like a few weeks where I haven't cashed these that I've played. It's kind of dumb. Yeah. I usually do anywhere from like 9 to 14 every week. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would say ninety percent of the time. Yeah, I would say about I feel like one to four. <laughs> so oh like, shit! Hell no, 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 no. no, man, I'm, t- I'm I'm trying to hit the home run, you know. So I like to do about you know nine to fifteen somewhere in there. But yeah, I would say there's probably ninety percent of the weeks I I you know had a good return on my investment. So yeah, I love these things. So I played. What was it week twelve? Godwin was one of the guys I put in the article this week. That was just awesome. Loved it. Oh, fantastic. Josh Jenkins is the guy that I put in my lineup. <laughs> So yeah, there's only two weeks. Uh, the Munich TNF one, that's only, only that, so it's two games. And then week six, that's it. So And then, well, I guess I didn't do it every week. So the Super Bowl was the first time I did it this year. I won. Week five, week seven, week eight, week nine, week 10, week 11, week 12. Money. Just more of it than I had but I mean, prior to starting it. It's great. Maybe I love you it. should do a little bit more if you're uh, getting a good... Uh... I guess I reckon I should probably start doing nine or ten or twelve. 
Oh my god. Get the fuck out. Can can Al Nazar put a Eagles jersey on, please? Quez Watkins just scored. Like that helps awesome. nobody. Oh god, that's so annoying. It helps me because I need the Eagles to win and I need the Packers to be down and pass the ball to Al Nazard in the end zone. Ugh. For the love of God. Why can't that be Devontae Smith? Ugh. Yeah, right. Why can't it just be my guy? Uh, um, all right, Ra- Raiders, Seahawks, great game, yeah. great options here going forward. You're trusting pretty much the three-headed monsters on each side, right? Uh, yep. Well, maybe not Morrow's a monster, we'll say. There's probably but four Jake- on Seattle. Yeah, but so Jacobs, Adams, Carr, you're probably trusting Foster Morrow pending your tight end situation. I know there's a lot of situations where I started Juwan Johnson this week. So Foster Morrow, I, I certainly would have glad to, been glad to have. What about Matt Collins? What, what, what's your what's your pulse on him going forward? Uh, don't want to start him, but I think he's a, a decent flex for you. You know, he's. I mean, Derek Carr seems to like him. He, he goes to him, but I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to have him in my lineup if I don't have to. So who would you rather start going forward, him or Demarcus Robinson, who like came back down to earth today for a catch? He had like 10 last week, I think. Uh, I think I'd rather trust Mac. Okay. Yeah. I they don't trust per- the, 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 the passing offense for the Ravens is so up and down. Yeah. Up and Yep, yeah, that's, that's the word for it. I was going to say inconsistent. Ram, 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 ram. Uh, yeah, Mark Andrews, disappointing day. Uh, should have had a touchdown. He did have a two-point conversion, and he did fumble the ball. They started targeting him early. Like, he had, like, the first two catches, I feel like, and they were for big gains, and I'm over here like, nom, 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 nom. Oh, yeah, he was, he was all My patient. Charity, he's going to be day. rich. Feel the <laughs> no, that was not the case. No. Yeah, they tried Charlie. to get him a touchdown. Just, just didn't happen. That's tough. Obviously, you're not pivoting off of him. What about Christian Kirk? What's up with dude? Oh man, I, I I don't know why did we go to him? Because he did a he did a bad thing today. He didn't do much. He had like four catches and that was it. <laughs> he did. Is he is he in this Raiders Seahawks team? <laughs> oh my bad. Why am I looking at him? Oh I don't. Oh because I, I went up to Robinson for some reason. I, uh, went up to I was going to say I was like, oh okay. Bats. Did we switch to uh, back? We we went backwards. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Just been a long day. Gotcha, long, gotcha. Uh, yeah, long so Monday so, ahead as well. <laughs> So the Raiders, you already hit on, you know, who you want to start. Uh, Seahawks, really, it's Geno Smith, Ken Walker, DK, and Lockett. Don't really want to trust anybody else. Uh, don't trust any of the tight ends. You know, uh, Moreau is fine. He's a fringe one for me just, you know, mm-hmm. because he at least gets some targets. I don't want to trust any of the tight ends on the Seahawks. You know, it's it, – I mean, there was almost an even split between Fant and Disley, you know, this week. So don't want to start those guys. But Lockett, Metcalf, Ken Walker, you know, definitely in your lineups every single week. Geno Smith mm-hmm. as well until uh, until he proves otherwise. Yeah, agreed. Um, no really love here for these back-end guys. Not overreacting to Travis Homer scoring a touchdown. Marquise Goodwin did have three catches for 48 yards, but nothing else there. Uh, and yeah, for the Seahawks, Ken Walker, Lockett, Metcalf, get them in your lineups. Easy peasy. Don't need to blink. Yep. Uh, this next team, the Rams and the Chiefs. Man, Rams, you want to stay away from these guys. Uh, any Rams that you feel you could start going forward? Um. Uh, yeah, no. No, I was, absolutely I was, not. You said yeah, and I was waiting for yeah. that punchline. I was going to say, yep. huh? Nope. Slow day, slow day for Mahomes. Uh, definitely, you know, someone you're not going to sit going forward. And man, Kelsey, like he had the touchdown, four for 57. That's a beatable day, my friend. Like there are a lot. Come on, man. Mark Andrews could have gone gone over that. If there was a week to do it, 
this was the week to do it. Shame on Mark Andrews and Lamar Jackson. Bullies. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty lockstep for for what you need to start on the Chiefs. Mahomes, mm-hmm. uh, Pacheco can definitely be started. I mean, 22 carries, that's pretty nice. Obviously, mm-hmm. Kelsey. And then I, I trust, I still trust Juju over any of these other guys, even though MBS Same. had, you know, a, a better day technically. But yeah, I mean, I trust Juju and I do not want to put into my line if, if I don't have to, MBS or Sky Moore. Do you think Sky Moore, though, is a, is a decent, like, deep league target? Uh, yes, I do. Um, I mean, it would have to be a, a 14 team more, or, you know, or more, or mm-hmm. I guess depending on how many slots you're starting on a 12 team league, but yeah, I mean, it, it would be hard for me to really put him in there. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, it's an okay option. The last two weeks, he has uh, at least six targets and five catches. So yeah, 10, 10 catches in his last two weeks. I feel like it, in this offense, you know, where anything can happen, get an injury, Someone gets a concussion. Juju missed last week. We've seen uh, Hardman go down. I feel like it's definitely uh, an asset that should be owned. Yep. All right. And then last up here, we've got the Saints and the 49ers. Again, kind of a game not to take much away from because there really isn't much to take away. Uh, 49ers and the Saints offense, pretty stagnant. Uh, No rusher went over 40 rushing yards on either side. Uh, the Saints didn't go over 30 rushing yards for any one rusher. And Andy Dalton led the team in rushing yards with 21. Alvin Kamara, 7 for 13, and two fumbles lost. Chris Olave had a nice day, 5 for 62. He just feels matchup, QB, defense proof. Like, he's going to do something. He's going to be out there getting you some sort of production one way or the other. Yep. Uh, I did see, you know, to, to note here, Mitchell has an injury that they said could uh, could sideline him. So Christian McCaffrey mm. season could just have made a big takeoff. Yeah, except we need to now know who the guy is behind him. So let's uh, do Jordan that. Jordan Mason, probably. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> I would imagine. But uh, yeah, I, uh, let me see if I can see something on Mitchell here. They're going to go uh, sign yeah, Melvin Mitchell, Gordon now. You watch. Oh, my God. Uh, Mitchell may have an MCL sprain, they said. Man. That that dude and the bad breaks, like, not fair. He's a talent in this league. It's, uh, it's a damn shame. Okay by me. I got CMC in some leagues that I really need him to uh, get get more work. Yeah, I have CMC too, man. I just like Elijah Mitchell. God damn. Now I'm giving away an Elijah Mitchell jersey. That's the next one. Oh, jeez. No, I'm just kidding. No one's going to sign up for that. <laughs> uh, Brandon Ayuk continues to get the job done. Five for 65, outpacing Debo Samuel again. Juwan Jennings, not overreacting, 6 for 49, one receiving touchdown. Uh, no waiver wire interest, no fob interest. This was a, a means of the matchup, you know. Got a good secondary. <clears throat> Quarterbacks have been playing well up against New Orleans, and for as bad as the offense was, you know, Jimmy was actually not that bad. 26 for 37, 222 passing yards, and a passing touchdown. The only one of the game, mind you. So not terrible, but not great. Um let me check out Jimmy's matchups. I know that you guys heard me say this probably a hundred times already, but someone you need to have in your lineups going forward. And this was the down week. So next week, Miami, great matchup. Tampa, another great matchup for quarterback. Seattle, same. Washington, maybe not so much, but I feel like with this roster, the 49ers roster schematically up against uh, your commandos, I feel like they're going to, you know, they're going to put up points. And the Raiders in the fantasy football finals jimmy will be in my lineups okay. and i'll be playing for it you'll see 
You'll see. I'll take a I'll take a CMC scores more fantasy points than Jimmy Garoppolo a bit. Well, where I own Jimmy, I have him with CMC. Oh Jesus. It's a good situation. <laughs> it's, 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 no, like last week when like, you know Jimmy didn't have to do much, CMC blew up. It was great. Yep. Go with one hand over the other. And I did sit Jimmy for Derek Carr. Ooh, see, I'll have those two on the same team and I'll sit Derek Carr that week because he's going up against the 49ers. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, again, like you, you already said it, not, not much, too much to take away from, from this game. Uh, Saints sucked. Uh, you're still not going to sit Kamara, probably not sitting Olave. Uh, I have a league I sat Olave in, but that's because I have like a bazillion good wide receivers. Hey, we told uh, people to sit Kamara this morning. We, yes. we did it. Yep. I know. Yeah. Yeah. You said that you're like, uh, and I think Emerson's the only one that took Kamara. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a bad matchup for him, right? Like we knew that. I mean, it doesn't feel like he's that safe, to be perfectly honest. Like, he doesn't feel like a lock in my lineups, that's for sure. I mean, again, it's going to be dependent on your situation, right? Like, if you don't have better guys ahead of him, then you you have to start him. But if there are some legitimate options on your bench alongside him, he needs to be considered. His last four games, 5.3, 9.9, 6.0, and 7.1. Those aren't Alvin Kamara numbers. Rip the name off the back of the jersey, folks. Like, and next week he's got uh, Tampa Bay. Definitely a better matchup for catching the ball out of the backfield. Maybe not so much on you know running on the ground. Although Nick Chubb had a great day today. Atlanta, that's a good matchup in Week 15. You're going to feel comfortable rolling him out. Uh, Cleveland Week set Week 16. They've been bad up against the run, so that's not terrible. And the Eagles, who also haven't been up, who haven't been good up against the run, but they've uploaded recently. So that's kind of like a wait and see scenario. Like, are is Landville Joseph, is Nandamik and Sue actually making a difference by that time? You know, those details will come in the in the upcoming weeks. Yep. Uh, question for you, dynasty wise, because again, I'm I'm only I'm new to dynasty. I've only done it like two mm-hmm. years now. But yep. would you go trade Kamara knowing that next year he's probably going to be suspended for four to six games? Probably. Would you go trade him right now if you can? I trade would definitely. I would trade him away for sure. Um, the only big thing I feel that can change the tide for his dynasty value is he if he actually gets off the Saints. So if they're able to move him and you see him go to, you know, somewhere with a more reliable quarterback, you know, a more schematic, schematically uh, aesthetic, you know, offense, right? Like, a, I don't know, I'm trying to think of like, like a Kansas City, right? Like if they, if they went out and got him, you know, I know that's kind of just like the, the blurb because – you know, they just need a running back. If he went to Buffalo, they need a running back, right? Um, or at least so they've expressed. They they want that pass catching back. Those type of situations where he's moved, and you know the the situation is upgraded. That's a buy situation. All other signals, uh, you know, say that he's a, a sell candidate. Period. And he kind of has been, like I said, like the past four weeks, most of the season. I think he's only scored one touchdown this year. One. Yep. Just pulled it up. One. It was on the ground. It's crazy. So. And he's 27. He's obviously getting older. The issue is, is that you're not going to get much stock for him. Like you're not going to get back a, a high draft pick, you know, for 2023. You know, if you, I feel like if you got a 2024 first for him, that's a win. A 2023 first would be a win too. I just don't think it's very likely that that'll happen. Yeah. All right. I was just throwing that out there just to, you know. Yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. Like you could probably get a second or a third for him easy. Like you'll get that, those trades done with more, um quickness less negotiating but are you getting that full value back on a guy that you know 
he'll, he'll probably give you at least a, two solid more seasons. So that that's up to, up to you, you or others to decide, you know, what you're willing to give up for that. Okay. All right, cool. Anything else to uh, close down the episode, sir? Uh, no, my, I don't think so. Um, yeah, hold on. Actually one thing here. Let's see. Debo. Uh, I thought I saw him walk off, uh, here, uh, void. Oh, it says avoids injury scare. Okay. He's fine. Oh, Alan Lazard hasn't done a single thing. That's great. Oh, thank God. I didn't play him. Not a single thing. Well, I had him scoring a touchdown, so it's not, not ideal. Uh-oh. Randall Cobb is scoring the touchdown, so hmm, not looking good. Christian yeah, Watson's only got Christian Watson's only got a catch for twenty-one yards. I'm sorry for everybody that fell into that trap. Oh wait, that's me. Just kidding. I just took him off my taxi squad. I don't. I don't think that's falling into a trap. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Right, take care. Be well. Be good, everybody. If you can't be good, be good at it. We will see you around later.